0: What's going on everybody, welcome back to another episode of Lasting Thoughts Podcast. I am your host, Digital Relaxation, and we are back again for another episode. And as always, if you guys enjoy what you hear, what you're gonna hear, please be sure to share this and rate it and all of that good stuff. Uh, that last episode was a bit underwhelming. <laughs> um, I didn't really have anything to talk about, but I wasn't really focusing on a lot of things either. Um, but i was thinking about it and and i think it has like i don't know because i heard about this uh i don't remember where but like i feel like summertime might be kind of like a a podcast slump i guess i don't know maybe for some people it's not for me it kind of was like even listening to podcasts felt like a chore because of the heat um it just didn't i didn't feel like Especially with my job and all that, I didn't feel like just listening to someone talk. I like I needed something to get my energy going, so I was just listening to music. But yeah, that was mainly that. And then making the like I said, focusing on making the episode, thinking of the topics and whatnot. And is what I was just chilling. <laughs> so that's why that last episode was bleh. But be up back. Um, got some topics, got some things to talk about. Um, and yeah uh hopefully this is gonna be a good episode and whatnot um but yeah we are here i believe this is episode 48 um so let's get into it um as always let's begin with the what i've been up to section um a lot of things been happening as well as a few things i've been into um Let's start off with the TV film section and this one I'm actually going to incorporate stuff like this is not only just what I've been watching but stuff that's been happening in the media world Um, so as you guys know um, San Diego Comic Con just recently happened so I'm going to talk about some of that stuff Um, but yeah Um, first thing first though the One Piece manga is back from its one month hiatus. Um, so we are finally kicking off um, our, well, we finally getting into, I guess, the tail end of One Piece, which is just crazy to think about. Like, <laughs> damn, like One Piece been going on for a good, what, 20 years? Um, so it's gonna feel weird, with it being gone um <laughs> i don't know how to feel about this one um it sucks because i feel like one piece still don't get the respect and love that it deserves in like america because um, i don't know people don't like happy exciting adventures they like sad depressing stuff and that stuff because uh, i only say that like when i compare one piece to naruto um because they both fairly came out the same time same with bleach but those were mainly the two that i was focusing on um i learned about one piece first but sadly i learned about one piece through the four kids dub and um not knowing what it truly was in japan and how much was censored and whatnot this is when i was still in my early phase of like anime like knowing what sub and dub was like I still did not even know what any of that was so I thought that I thought One Piece was original like that's the four kids though I thought that's what the show was like that's it's originality not knowing that it was a whole lot more <laughs> um so that show looked more child friendly compared to Naruto coming out which it came out on tsunami so the, the cost of dubbing was a bit better um and it was more but a... Like, it focused more for teens. Like, they showed, like, some dark stuff. They didn't go all the way like it does in Japan. But they showed some stuff. So like, oh, this is, like, more adult-ish compared to One Piece. Not knowing that One Piece is probably way more darker than Naruto. Um, but, yeah, so... I don't know. Felt like... One Piece got the short end of the stick when it came to that, and then it constantly being um, like pulled off air every time it got to Skypea, which that is a. That arc is a Shogu arc. I already mentioned this before. Like, you get past that arc, um, you should be coasting past One Piece from there on, because that arc is the most important arc, but it's also the most dialogue, lore, heavy arc. So not a lot of action and stuff going on in that arc. And probably was the first long arc in One Piece compared to all the arcs that came beforehand. Um, So a lot of people got turned off from that one. Um, And like I said, even the stuff that's happening from Skype is like literally still coming to light now. Like the world building in this manga is excellent. But, yeah, so just another one piece of review. I'm um, just letting you know that the manga's back, and I'm excited to um, see where it goes. The, the chapter that came out was amazing. Um, see, I don't know. this. I don't know if there's a debate or whatever, but I, I talked, like, me and my boys talk after we read the chapter to get our perspective and our thoughts and who's what and who's, like, power scalings and who's going to do what and whatnot. Um... I, I'm under the impression at this point that all the admirals is kind of weak, except for maybe um, uh, Kizaru. <laughs> but we will see. Uh, <laughs> so we're gonna see how that goes. Um, the next thing I'm into, I probably talked about it, but I'm sl- I'm slowly taking my time with this one. I guess um, I'm still watching Samurai Shampoo. Um, that anime is just amazing i just finished the the two episodes of when they met the blind woman um and she washed both Jin and mugen <laughs> um but yeah it's just, I, I don't know man that, that anime is amazing um i put in my snapchat like if this anime is not in your top 10 just don't talk to me about anime i wish i mean i mean you no, know, that's personal preference but i feel like if you ain't seen Samurai Shampoo, you should definitely watch it. Um, but yeah, um, that's mainly it. I haven't really been watching anything else. Um, just reading my manga here and there too. Um, and yeah. Uh, so yeah, um, as I mentioned, um, San Diego Comic Con has recently just passed by, and we've got a lot of reveals, announcements, and trailers. Um, starting off with the MCU, because I'm sure that's what everyone really cared about. Um, so we got the trailer for uh, a few things, but I'm only going to talk about the things that matter to me, kind of. Um, we got the trailer for She-Hulk. Uh, still mixed reaction. I don't know. I don't know. Mixed reactions about this one, because like, Hulk was my favorite comic book character in, Marvel, in the Marvel world. Um, and... Seeing, like, how he ended up becoming uh later on in the MCU. Um, sadly, because of also his rights, they couldn't do a proper movie. But seeing that now that they can do sh- uh, these Disney Plus shows, maybe that can be a loophole to give him a show. Which I felt like a missed opportunity giving She-Hulk a show instead of him. Um, but honestly, since he's going to probably be here, like, just about maybe almost every episode so it's gonna feel like it's kind of a hey um here too thing but like nah bro we want that world war hulk (laughs) um but i don't think we ever going to get that that that, (laughs) that comic run was crazy um so yeah um she hulk looks all right um the only thing i really well, I got surprised by, cause I don't, I don't really try to focus on leaks and what's going on, and like a lot of people be knowing what's going on before it happened, and it lose the shock value of like, oh, this is dope. Um, so uh, they showed Daredevil at the end of the little teaser, which is dope. It seems like he's gonna have his red and yellow costume, which a lot of comic book fans are excited for. Um, I never really yeah. read. Daredevil, I, I've seen the MC, not the MC, the, the Netflix show. That was amazing. Um, so I've grown to like the character from that show. So I'm definitely interested to see what they're going to do with him. Um, Seems like he's going to kind of be all over the place um, within this next phase or so. Um, but not only that he going to be in Miss Marvel, I mean, not Miss Marvel, uh, she-Hulk, he's going to have his own show, and I believe he's also going to be in Echo, and I think he's going to be in something else, I don't remember, oh, well, he's going to be in the cartoon series of uh, Spider-Man freshman year, um, but the voice actor is actually going to be the same guy, um, Charlie Cox, who plays him in the live action, so, yeah, he he's going to be busy, <laughs> which is well-deserved, because that... Like, it's, just, it's like the Tony Downey effect, I guess. Like, some people are meant to just play those characters. Like, um, Hugh Jackman on Wolverine. Uh, so, again, this dude, he plays um, Matt Murdock, amazingly. So, it's going to be cool. Um, I was actually holding off on watching this. Um, but I guess I just want to talk about it a little bit. Hair. I wasn't going to watch this at all. But the Black Panther Wakanda Forever um, trailer dropped as well. I wasn't going to watch this. Um, I wanted to just watch the movie whenever it came out. And, you know, which I mean, well, I guess I'm going to do what I always do. I, I watched one trailer of a movie that like I'm really interested in. And I'm going to leave it alone until the movie comes out. So that's going to be the only thing I'm watching from this trailer until the movie comes out. I'm not watching nothing because we're going to have the Doctor Strange situation happen. And, of course, people watching the movie just, I don't know, like, people be acting mad, entitled, and spoiled, I guess. Because, like, I was sitting next to somebody when I was watching Doctor Strange and they was acting like what they were seeing wasn't like mind-blowing i'm like and, and like we didn't really get a good pop from the theater too like i'm like brain like y'all already knew what was happening I'm like it's all new to me i'm the only one going crazy in my scene i'm like bro. <laughs> so i don't know um i still didn't watch thor speaking of i did not watch thor I heard mixed reactions um most people well, I'm seeing on YouTube, I haven't watched none of the videos, but like a lot of videos being recommended, a lot of people do not like Phase 4 at all, um, and I'm going to get into that a little bit, um, but people saying that, uh, some people saying that this Thor was actually good um, might be the second best film behind Ragnarok, or some might even put it above, um, so I don't know, like, I'm, I'll see it when I see it uh what but yeah the black panther trailer um i mean (sighs) there was a lot going on so it was hard for me to really pick apart what's happening but um seemed like it's gonna be a big old um atlantis versus um wakanda thing and of course it seems like the government's gonna be doing government stuff as always like oh like the way I got the the feeling I got from the cello is like, oh, you guys had all of this stuff to let us come in and muscle you guys out and take some of your stuff instead of like just working with them and like, bro, like this is the reason why we closed off in the first place, man. <laughs> like we can't give y'all nothing. Uh, so it seems like that's what's happening. Um, but we shall see. Uh, I'm definitely excited for it because um, it's gonna feel. Weird, cause no Chadwick, um, so we don't know where we're gonna go in terms of the actual Black Panther, um, who's gonna hold the mantle and whatnot. Um, But yeah, Um, along with those trailers and other trailers that I'm not gonna talk about, um, we got the entire map out of Phase Five. Well no, hopefully it don't change cuz I remember I don't. Know, I think it was like phase 2 like got changed a couple of times from this announcement. Uh so hopefully it stays as is. So phase 5 is kicking off with Ant-Man and the Wasp: Quantumania. Um then begin uh the series Secret Invasion. Um then begin Guardians Five. I mean <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Uh, then the Echo series. So we're getting a movie series, movie series. Um, well, we're going to get a back-to-back series according to this. So after Echo series, you're going to get Loki season two. Well, they're just, they're just saying summer. All right. So the series not having, don't have set dates I'm seeing. they just having, you know, what season and what quarter they're going to come out. So Echo and Loki's coming out during the summer. Um then we got the Marvel's movie. Uh, then we got Blade, the movie. Then we get in Ironheart, the series, which is coming out fall. Uh, then we get in Agatha, the series, which is either coming out um, either towards the end of 2023 or the beginning of 24, but it's coming out during that winter. Uh, then we get in Daredevil, the series, Born Again, um in spring of 2024 then captain america new world order that's gonna be oh that's actually no wow interesting um then we get in thunderbolts uh which is gonna be according to this a film um and that's gonna be the last film of the phase and then they also announced the new next two avenger movies which is king dynasty and secret wars um let me make sure yep yep i guess (laughs) um but yeah uh i guess let's break it down um ant-man and the wasp i'm interested uh because i i like um i like how he's portrayed in the movie like i said some people i guess some people work in live action, some people don't. Um, Ant Man, I like. I just like how the suit works in live action and the special effects that go into it and all of that. Like from an artistic standpoint, I guess I like Ant Man a lot in the MCU. Um, and like I said, King is. Um, gonna be in there. Um, there's actually a leak, trailer. <laughs> like people are quick, but That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I already leaking stuff, man. Just let the movie come out. I got a whole year, bro. Like, let Phase Four finish. <laughs> um, yeah. So, what was I saying? But yeah, um, Kang. Um, a lot. I've seen some from podcasts I listened to. Um, Kang is like he's gonna be, I guess, I don't know it's hard to explain this one, I guess he's gonna technically, I think he's gonna be like the Loki of this phase but it seems, hopefully um, it's possible that Doctor Doom might be the Thanos of the phase as a whole Um, so we'll see where that goes Um, I, I don't know how I feel about I don't know because doom is a problem doom is the only person that i know like his resume is crazy like the amount of things he done is like wild so i don't even know like <laughs> like what's gonna like yeah i don't know if they want that smoke that's what i'm saying <laughs> um but yeah um Secret Invasion a lot of mixed reaction about that one because they feel like they've been making the scrolls a little comic relief instead of what they are in the comics. So, I don't know, but I don't really care about that one. Uh Guardians Volume 3, I'm excited because that group was a sleeper. Um I already told my I already said it um I believe the first Guardians movie is the best mcu film as a standalone film because like it works well as its own movie like it doesn't need the mcu that's what i'm saying um, most of these movies need the mcu you like you need history of the past movies or it just builds up to the next movie like the whole movie is just a big tease until what's going to happen next like the first guardian movies you go in there and you enjoy the show and walk away and that's it like you could literally like if you never want to be like engulfed into the MCU universe and you just want to pick one movie, like that's the movie. Like you won't have to be like, oh, like do I need to see all the Iron Mans and all of that and Avengers? Like, nope. And then what the a hype's up afterwards. What does it hype up afterwards? Um, I don't remember what the post credit scene was. Was that when Thanos said he would do it himself? Um, maybe I don't remember. Uh, but so even at that, like, like ooh, who this dude? But doesn't, but it's not too important. Like from the Guardian story, like, yeah. So I don't know. But uh, so yeah, I'm definitely excited to see what they're gonna do with this group. Um, yeah, Echo. Um, slightly interested. She was cool in um, what you call it, Hawkeye. Um, and like I said, they're definitely going to be in this one too, or rumored or whatever. Uh, Um, yeah. Low-key season two. Uh, no pun intended. (laughs) I low-key don't really care. Um, I don't know. They're just milking this dude. Uh, (laughs) Um, I don't know. I I don't know. We'll see. Um we'll see <laughs> that's 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 my judgment on that one um the marvels um of course if i'm going to watch this i'm gonna to have to watch uh, miss marvel <laughs> so as of right now that's on hold of if i care or not because i need the final piece of the puzzle because if i'm not mistaken it's gonna be all three of them so i already know the, f- the first two Uh, so I need to watch Miss Marvel to understand what's going on um Blade uh, I said this many times (laughs) I'm I'm scared uh actually wanna uh here's a funny story um kinda I actually had a dream about this movie releasing and it was actually phenomenal um cause I, I said my my hesitation with this movie is um um I'm not going to butcher your first name I'm just going to call you Ali Um, is that I know he's a great he's a great actor but I'd never seen I heard that he actually has some some skills under his belt but I've never seen him do anything in his shows or films that made me feel like oh he got them hands so like I said unless he's out there working doing what he gotta do then I, I, I have faith in this movie um so yeah i had a dream that that that's what actually happened like he ended up getting like you know he got he came with the hands and he did a great performance so hopefully my dream you know as they say in Doctor strange is just a gateway to another universe um hopefully <laughs> that means that we can get the same movie over here <laughs> that happened in that universe um and it becomes a great movie um yeah um ironheart mixed feelings about this one for me personally um because of a lot of pieces that can be played because of the main character i don't really know too much about her but i know that she kind of takes up the mantle of being the next iron man but they kind of already in the mcu they're kind of already set up people who can do that or who look like they might do that so I don't know. We'll see where they go with that one, honestly. Uh, Agatha, don't care. (laughs) Uh, Daredevil, I don't know. I care, but I don't, like, are we going to get it as gritty as it was in the Netflix or are they going to tone it down a bit? That's what I'm scared of. Um, because it's the real, it was it was the realism of the first season, like that hallway fight, like that was the first time I felt like, yo, despite we know that he's a, you know, quote unquote superhero and you know he's nice and all that, but that's the first time I'm like, you can feel like he has a limit, like you know he ain't Captain America, he can do this all day, like. He had he has a limit. Like he was getting exhausted. He was taking blows. It was like he had to know. You could see him keep training throughout the movie. Well, not training. Well, it's, it's training, but it's like you know, he kept on fighting and getting you know, polishing his skills throughout the series. Um, but it was like that realism of him just getting banged up, especially that fight with um, what's his name? I don't remember. <laughs> um, the dude, he was the ninja dude that was like just cutting him up. Um, like. I don't know like is he just gonna be untouchable (laughs) like in this series or is he actually gonna be getting those hits again so i don't know but yeah um captain america new world order don't like the title of that well not in a bad way like it's just i don't know i don't i don't want them to focus too heavy on the whole wokeness but at the same time it's like I don't know what can they do with this story though, because I don't know much about um, Sam Wilson's Captain America run. So it seems like he's gonna he's gonna have a lot on his plate, but it's nice to see that he's gonna get a movie and not a show, because I'm pretty sure they were gonna give him a series. Uh, so it's nice to know that he's getting a movie. Um, uh, of course, the Captain America title. So this is going to be the next person who gets a fourth movie in terms of the title. Um, but obviously it's going to be a different Captain America. Um, and the Thunderbolts, uh, low key don't care either. Um, I know this is the like that woman that's like gathering the team up behind closed doors. It's just, I don't really care for the team <laughs> um, that she's picking, so whatever but yeah until further notice that is phase five um oh yeah and the uh, two avenger movies but yeah um i only care really like yeah i don't know i guess i mainly just care about the movies it seems like <laughs> the shows i'm slightly interested in so we'll see um yeah oh um, yeah I was just talking about, I, thought, I thought that was it um, other movies uh, John Wick 4 trailer dropped um, I'm excited um, it looked like a lot of action going on I wasn't really focusing on what the story was but I'm just excited for it um, so hopefully well not even hopefully I, I, I'm confident that we're going to get a good one Well, I'm just saying, well, well, what I mean by hopefully... Hopefully, uh, Keanu isn't getting sluggish because his portrayal as Neo in Matrix... And maybe that was intentional, but I don't know. His portrayal as Neo in the Matrix, like, I don't know. He didn't really have the hands like that. And I don't know that's due to his age or, like I said, if it was on purpose that he just, you know... He lost his touch after being gone for so long. Um, So... We'll see. So hopefully he's no. Hopefully he can still do what he', what he been doing in the past. John Wick movies. Um, this one, there's no trailer for it, but it's been announced. Um, the Avatar Last Airbender is getting a movie. And before you go crazy, no, um, it's gonna be a animated movie. And I guess, and well, I guess, um, it's gonna take place during uh, their adulthood, which. Bittersweet because I know that they continue the story of the whole sh- the series through the comics. Um, and I feel like a lot of people who don't know that don't know like the loose ends of that story. So, I don't know. So, hopefully... So, I don't know. I don't know. How I feel like... Because I do want the, the, the Zuko mother story to be portrayed somehow. But i guess i'm cool with the adult because i feel like if they're gonna do this i think i don't know because sokka fate was unknown um and Korra, like there wasn't really no confirmation if he died or not and if he did how and when um Same thing with Suki. She was gone through that show as well. And Toph, the baby daddy, um, that dude was a mystery. They kind of teased it. Maybe we'll see who that person might be in the movie. Um, But yeah, I'm guessing probably this movie might be. Um, I don't know. I don't know when it happened. But maybe it might be when they built the city. Um, So it might focus around that, I don't know. But looking forward to it. Um, And then the DC universe. (laughs) I think they only like just dropped really one trailer and well, and rehashed another one, which um, is Shazam, the second movie and Black Adam. Um, The first Shazam movie was actually cool, so. I'll watch the second one. That's um, for Black Adam. Uh, don't necessarily care. Um, also heard that he got booed. <laughs> uh, the Rock got booed because a lot of people wanted them to reveal another Superman movie. And they dropped the ball on that. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, see how that goes. Uh, and well because dc the actors um are under a lot of issues of course um the dude that plays flash going through some stuff so and um the amber heard trial just recently happened which she i don't remember her character but she played the the main chick in um aquaman so Recasting and stuff I guess is gonna be happening and I guess that movie the flash movie is probably gonna get shelved. I don't know. We'll see <laughs> um, So yeah, DC is kind of in a pinch right now um, But that's mainly it for the film media stuff um, Let's go into the music section which this probably might be short Um Joey Badass um, released his third album which is 2000 Um, that in terms of title is a follow up to his debut mixtape 1999 Um, quick impressions I guess Um, the album was alright I feel like that's been Joey badass thing this whole time he's just been all right (laughs) um it's not bad but I don't think I'm gonna revisit this album um it's the same thing with what album uh his second album American badass or all American badass I only listened to it once since whenever that was when I listened to it and I haven't listened to it again since so yeah I don't know and I I don't know. This is just my personal. I, th- I think this is my problem with like that 2011 2012 era. The people that I was rooting for that I wanted to like really be out there are the ones who's like, well, one of them are like struggling with like being an alarm light or just getting that respect due. And the other one is due to other circumstances. So one of them is um, Joey Badass Friend. Uh, Capital Steez. Um, st- the story well, Steez is like, you know, he was like kind of like his the bigger brother to Joey. Like he, you know, helped them get serious into rapping, and they formed the Pro Era Crew together, and forming the Beast Coast Collective uh, through the other groups, and Capital Steez was kind of like. The, i guess like the push and force for all of them like for the beast coast like despite his young age he's like real ahead of his time mentally like the things he was thinking about and whatnot and i'm kind of slowly gonna talk about that in a bit with the gaming section um but yeah so i talked about this a couple of times when i mentioned joey badass that When I first discovered him was through the music video Survivor Tactics. My cousin tried to put me onto Joey Badass. No. He's from Brooklyn. You know, represent. So, he thought that I would like him because, you know, I'm from Brooklyn too. (laughs) Um, So, I was like, alright, yeah, sure, I'll listen to him. Um, Watch the video, listen to him. Like, he he was (laughs) alright. And then, Capital Steve came on the second verse and I'm like, hold on. Who's this? So... I just kept on listening to Steve's verse, and then I found out that they actually made, like, a mixtape, the sex tape, um, which is not sex tape. It's S-E-C-C. But I heard a couple of... Captain Steve's had a couple songs on there, too. And... Doey Badass dropped 1999. Captain Steve's was only on three songs. Um... And then Capitol finally dropped his mixtape, um, American Corruption. And that mixtape was on repeat for a few years throughout my college life. But unfortunately, in 2012, um, Capitol Steeze took his own life. And unfortunately, due to a lot of situations with behind the scenes and Joey having issues with his family or whatever, Capital Steve's music is kind of put, I don't know, it's like it's just, it's in a locker in a sense. So, whatever is out there, whatever he did, he put out there while he was alive, whatever exists since he was alive, that's all that's there. Um, he had an album that he already had, I believe it was done. But for the most part, he had an album that was ready, and that album is, as it looks like now, is never coming out. Um, even because, um, uh, funny, I was listening to this mixtape today, uh, the Pro Ever um, Peep the Procalypse mixtape. Um, that mixtape is not available on streaming platforms, um, and I can imagine well two reasons um, as I was saying the issue with well I think that's kind of technically one that run one reason which the issue with um, Joey and Steve's family whatever the situation is there and splitting I guess the royalties or whatever through who gets what percentage from the mixtape um, so that mixtape is No, you can only find it wherever, online. Um, or No, it's on YouTube as well. But you can't stream it legitly and support it. Mm -hmm. Capital Steez, Mixtape, same thing. You can't stream that nowhere. You gotta just find it online. So, it sucks because like I said, I wanted Steez to really be the one to take over from the Poe Ava Group. And unfortunately, And I could see that's the reason why I connected to him because of his message and his personal struggles. And no, fortunately, his situations got the best of him compared to I managed to avoid that fate. So, yeah. And the next uh, one being Abso, I talked about him several times too. Um,. Liked his style, loved his music, Um, but fortunately, um, Kendrick happened, (laughs) Um, and even like it. it, it Like I kind of stand that he's hard to market it because of his subject range. Like he talks about a lot of way over your head stuff, so it's hard to market him. Because then there's even no J Rock and Schoolboy Q. This is when it was still just on four. And then uh, of course eventually Isaiah Rashad happened and SZA happened. And everyone else who joined TDE happened. And Abso just been slowly, slowly going back and back. Um to the point where it's like uh he even talked about it um in some of his and one of his songs, like out of like almost everyone in the group, like I'm the only one who don't have an album in the store. Like you can stream like his music, but like It it haven't got pushed to that major point where you can now go out and buy the physical copy of his projects. Like most of his projects, if not all, are digital. Like there's no physical merch of him. So it's like they just look like my man is just buried. So that sucks. Um, So, yeah, um, 2000 album. Um. What I also been doing is, well, um, I compared my last. I went back and listened to my last project and the one that I just recently dropped, and like mm-hmm. I like to compare my growth and whatnot, and definitely hair and the night and day difference of like my new perspective and my new environment on making this recent project compared to my last one. Um. Yeah. And that was mainly it I just I like going back and listening to my stuff and thinking about where I was and what inspired some of the lyrics and whatnot um I also been listening to a lot of my favorite rapper songs um and because this man has so much music like to this day I still just be finding songs like his older songs and hearing them for the first time and like bro where had this been so i just been like i just i can get lost in this man music forever at this point so i've been doing that um and yeah um the last thing the, the latest things that happened in the music world um is t-pain um having the nerve <laughs> oh no but um i think he was I don't know what it was, but he was talking to academics on um, DJ Academics and the topic of Tupac and social media came up and T-Pain decided to let it come out his mouth that Tupac would get eaten up lyrically um, in this time. <sighs> so, of course, it's hard to explain how... I don't know I don't think he 100% clarified that, that scenario So obviously There's two ways To look at this And I've thought about this Plenty of times too Uh So there's two ways To look at this Um One If Tupac Was to come out Now And two If Tupac Was to Hmm If Tupac Was to You know basically Live Um to this day, um, so going with the first one, if Tupac was to come out now. That would be tough. Um, I don't think he will get eaten up lyrically, but uh, because it's, it's it's hard. It'll be very hard because because the thing is like because of Tupac, we wouldn't have a lot of people. So you know, people know Kendrick probably would not be where he was if it wasn't for the influence of Tupac a lot of rappers wouldn't be where they were if it wasn't for the influence of Tupac so the question would be who would be out if like you know because you can't ignore like it's, it's a you know it's like the MCU like taking out the infinity stone and creating a whole new timeline it's like if you take Tupac out of the '90s and create a timeline where rap happened without Tupac in the '90s, who would we have now, and how would rap sound now if it wasn't for Tupac existing when he did? So it's hard to so it's hard to say if he would get eaten out because who would who would be his competition now? Because like a lot of the rappers that's now are inspired by him. Then like I said. If it wasn't for him, most of them wouldn't be here. So who would be his competition now? How would rap would be sounding now? Um it like best case best slash worst case scenario. Biggie would still be alive. We have a Jay-Z. We have Nas. Uh trying to think how I'm trying to think of like a timeline universe because um, like I said uh, God, a lot of rappers I don't want to sound I don't know it's hard to say this but a lot of rappers got lucky due to circumstances like if Biggie was still alive um, you know we have Biggie like I said Jay Z would probably still not be as big as he would be because you no know, biggie was the top dog in new york and it was due to biggie's circumstances that jay-z was able to get his spotlight so jay-z wouldn't be nearly as big as he is now because biggie would be above him Nas maybe Nas maybe might still be where he is but of course there's a possibility that that Nas and Jay-Z beef probably won't happen so that's something that's like that could that elevated his status like I, I meant uh probably talked about it but I think it was before that beef a lot of people was looking at Nas like you know he's getting shaky because I think that last album was Nostradamus if I'm not mistaken and people don't really look at that album um positively so that beef kind of like ignited a fire in Nas and kind of solidified, it, all, right, all right, Nas is that dude. My bad for doubting you. So dang, I got me sitting here thinking about the whole fucking multiverse. <laughs> like, cause like I said, this is this is a very this is, this is a touchy topic, bro. Pocket uh, pockets pockets a unicorn at this point, man. Like <laughs> a lot of people who like a pocket, just that dude you just hear about at this point in time like yeah there's still videos of him and you can watch interviews but it's just still like what he was able to accomplish in about five years is like unheard of so, so it's like i don't know um what am i saying what am i saying I'm still thinking about this timeline. Um, so this is the timeline I'm talking about. If Pac came out, like, during this time. Like, so if he he wasn't a 90s rapper, he came out during the 10s, 2000s, whatever. Um, who else? Um, I don't know. We had Big Pun. and I said Big Pun and Biggie. As, as a as a I don't know, man. <laughs> Big Pun is a savage, like on the mic. I don't know. Biggie flow is buttery, but Pun man, oh my god, I don't know. <laughs> so like I said, so like like I said, best case in there. Like say, let's say Pun survived too. Then that's another thing of rappers like DMX, like. Because that was like the new school era, like the 98, 99, when it was like DMX, Big Pun, Most Def. Uh, uh, I'm, I know they had like a whole thing. Of, they even did like a whole cypher. Um, what's his name? Jeez. What is his name? Come on. Bruh. He beef with LL Cool J. Cannabis. <laughs> um... And of uh, course, many more. Um, I, don't, I don't know. Buster Rams started, like, he really started taking off towards the end of the 90s. Uh, we still we still would have had the Wu Tang to worry about. Um, like I said, I, like, let's put something like I said, like certain people are still alive and certain people survived. Who would still be like you know? Would DMX become what he is now? I think he would because he's he his style is unique. Um, I don't know, man. Like I said, it's, it would be hard. It's hard. Like, and like I said, what would what would hip hop sound like? I don't know. It's it's hard. It's it's really hard. So that one's a hard one to think about. Now let's go with if Tupac was to you know still be living to this day. Um, obviously, hope well, um, hopefully not. The way well, the way he was, you know, moving, he probably wouldn't even be rapping anymore. Um, <laughs> so I don't even think that's the focus. So I think his thing would be, I guess, maybe the mid two thousands. Um, that would be his final moment of like his competitive nature in rap. Um, we already saw that he had mad people shook in the 90s. No, Biggie, Biggie. it took Tupac dying for Biggie to start throwing some slight jazz throughout his whole second album. Um, Biggie didn't want that smoke. Jay Z, the same thing. Like a lot of these dudes responded. Like Jay Z was basically beefing with Pac after he died when he dropped Illuminati, Like this man was going to war with a dead man. <laughs> like, so I don't know. So, yeah, I don't. I don't know. So here is the thing about you no, know, because the the debate is that you no, know, Tupac is not really a lyrical dude. He was just a poet, whatever, and. My thing is, like, you know, what what is lyrical? I guess I don't know. Like, Tupac's style and his passion makes some of his words sound very, like, sound like I don't know. Like, he makes himself sound lyrical. Um, and even there's cases where he is lyrical. Um. My, my, my whole point All of this is just to say No, Tupac would not get eaten up lyrically in um, now time Because of so many factors it, It's hard to do it So Shut up T-Pain <laughs> The same dude who talked about well, What was that line We got drinks and we drunk them Yeah you can tell us what's lyrical or not um anyway not saying that T-Pain is whack or whatever but like come on bro uh yeah let's get out the music section um feeling like this is gonna be a long episode let me see what, let me see what time we on now we already approaching the hour mark soon okay um what I'm doing alright gaming uh this one is definitely gonna be quick <laughs> um so I mentioned Capital Stees and his thinking, and it kind of dawned on me as well with um, what happened with me recently. So as I mentioned before, probably like a couple of podcasts ago, that I I had a, my gaming regret, which was trading in my PS Vita for a PS headset, the VR headset. And I recently uh, bought my Vita back. Well, not my Vita, but no, it, I bought a Vita again. And, <laughs> and, and this is the way I realized because I'm, and I'm kind of, I guess I'm glad that I'm where I am mentally and whatnot. Um, like it, cause it's like, you can really see like just the, just the phoniness and the illusion of material possessions. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. I won't say I'm happy, but, it, yeah, it did fill that void of, like... Because I have it now. I don't have to worry about the regret of, like, oh, I gave it away. Like, you know, whatever. I have it now. So, the thing is that now that I have it, I haven't really been playing on it that much. Um, but, I mean, that's natural. Because I have a lot of platforms, man. I can't... And I don't have the time to be playing everything. Like, I got the Switch. I got the PlayStation 4. I got the Xbox. I got my PC. I got the Vita. Um, I, I I can't <laughs> I can't play everything at the same time, so you know, I prioritize what I play, um, depending on what I'm on the move for and what I have the the opportunity to play. So it's not like I just throw it to the wayside once I got it, but it, it really shows that you know you quote unquote can't buy happiness like. Yeah, I got the Vita, so, like, so now it's like a now what type thing, like, you know, I'm not going to, Yeah, I have it, that's it. <laughs> so, stop, stop being a test to your materials, man. Like, it's cool to have your things, but um, just like, like I said, Capital Steve's mentioned it, like, you know, if the material stuff aren't, like, you buying all the material stuff and whatnot, and it's, like, and it's still not really making you happy, then what are you living for? Um, he mentioned that in the interview. So that's, you know, I brought that back to this, like, if I was still, like, in my dark state of mind or whatnot, like, me buying, like, I could because now I'd be like, damn, I just wasted money. I don't even touch the Vita no more. Like, you know, like, that was a waste. It was like... I'm cool. I know. I have my. I I have my understanding on the material stuff. I don't you know if I want something. I get it. I don't try to kill myself over oh, damn man. I just bought that. Like that's gonna hurt my pocket. Like eh, that's why I work. I'll get the money back. <laughs> I'm not like if you are going crazy, just buying stuff, buying stuff, buying stuff. Then that's another story. But like you know, no like hey. Like if it's not gonna kill you. And you got your priorities taken care of. Like, I can buy this. Why not? Um, but yeah. But no. I was like, no, you don't live for the material. Like, I gotta buy this. Oh, I gotta buy that. Oh, I gotta buy this. Like, nah, that's all right. Um, so. Yeah. Um, uh, I finished Assassin's Creed Origins for the second time. Um, I. Um, I don't know how I feel about this uh, playing it well I'm not trying to make it sound bad what I'm trying to say is that game has a lot going on for it and it doesn't need it um, I maxed out my level I had great weapons I had legendary items all before I got to the last mission and by the time I beat the game, I still had a whole lot of the map I hadn't even touched yet. There's a lot of side missions I still haven't even touched yet. And I'm like, bro, like, why are we padding out the games now? <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm like, I mean, that's good for people who like just be living in games. Like, like maybe if that was like, I don't know, for Cyberpunk, maybe, 'cause that's that's my game. Like, I 100% of that game, but it felt like I still want more. Like assassin's creed looked like it's a charge of 100 that game I don't, I don't even feel like doing all of this. is i'm good <laughs> so i don't know man i need to look, find a good balance on making these open world games and whatnot um so yeah i finished that um and i recently jumped back on apex again uh mainly because of that recent um event where some of the Um, characters are like cosplaying as anime characters and i wanted that watson skin where she's kind of like dressed up as a naruto character um that's dope i would have got the octane one but i don't really play with octane like that Um, but he has the luffy outfit which is dope um so whatever um and yeah that's really it (laughs) i'm just chilling on gaming um and yeah, let me adjust my seat before I get into this topic. Um, all right, so we are on the main topic for today. Um, so I was taking time thinking about things in my life for the past couple of days, and I was like, oh, this might be a good. A good topic to talk about, I guess. Um, make myself vulnerable for you guys, um, but this is, I guess, talking about love and relationships and whatnot and purpose and all of that good deep stuff. Um. So, recently, I've been thinking about like all my past relationships and the females that I've crushed on and whatnot and thinking about what it means and what, what, you know, the whole, just what everything means. So I'm going to start off early with my perspective on love when I was a kid. Um, I think I was always a romantic or I don't know, I was a big, I guess, lover since I was a kid. like. That was something I always fantasized about when I was a kid, like finding that girl that I'm going to spend my life with and all the lovey-dovey, cute stuff that we're going to do and whatnot. Um, And I don't know, I was, it's hard to explain, but I don't know how to explain, but like, in a sense, I was kind of like exposed to like love and relationships early, so It was always in my mind, even the situation of sex, like even that was exposed to me early. Um, Not (laughs) sex, the act of it, but like me seeing stuff on TV and whatnot early. Um, And so it's always been in my head and whatnot. Um, I told this story, to a few people in my life. Um, I guess I'll make this public or whatnot, just to show like, how invested I was in romance and the act of love and relationship stuff. <laughs> I don't even know, for the people that's listening to this, it's gonna sound weird, but the first, <laughs> the first time I ever made out with a female, I was in kindergarten what it, it didn't happen in kindergarten but that's the that's the age estimate I'm giving you uh <laughs> to let you know how young I was and the mentality I had for relationships that I did that act as if it was a normal thing um I did it with a female that was obviously the same age as I, it wasn't no I, I I was not assaulted as a kid or anything um but yeah like and it just felt like it, no, like it was a normal thing to me. It wasn't like oh, like we we're too young to do this. Or like, like it just like if like you know that was like we like each other, let's do that. Uh, so it's like I, like I oh, the, the idea of me like being in a romance and whatnot was always in my mind since I was a kid. Um, going through my whole timeline Um when I was in kinder- going into kindergarten, um, I crushed on the girl for the first time. Um, I, um had a lot of females even like me <laughs> um, like from kindergarten to like oops, sorry if I hit the mic to like um third grade I was kind of a ladies man if that <laughs> in a sense um, a lot of females were attracted to me and I honestly was attracted back and flirt with them and talk to them and being slick and smooth with them and whatnot And it wasn't until fourth grade. And this is where I'm getting to like the like the purpose of relationships and whatnot. It wasn't until fourth grade was the first time I had. I guess um, I don't want to make this sound weird, but I guess the first time I had a obstacle in terms of me talking to a female who wouldn't who didn't easily fall for i guess my charms or whatever um despite as much as i would try to like you know, flirt with her and talk to her she wasn't really for it um and it wasn't like in a disrespectful way like she was like no we was cool as just friends like but she was like, eh. like it, it felt like she like kind of was kind of protecting me from like us getting into a relationship because you felt like i don't know like, it just wouldn't work because I guess we felt like we were just too different. um, And that was the first time I was like, oh, like, damn. So I'm just not that. <laughs> I'm not that guy, I guess. I thought I was that guy, but I'm not that guy. So there's actually females that's actually going to take time to get. And like I said, the thing with me, I mentioned this before, is like when certain things happen to me, I kind of like take that to heart and 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 then, like I said, I switched up my whole personality and my whole mindset going forward from there. So, fifth grade, um, I had like the girl, but because of what happened the previous year, never told her. um, uh, That was the first, just the first time I crushed from a distance. (laughs) So, and this is the first time I, I guess, I realized my jealousy because. You know, I like this girl, but she doesn't know it. But then if I see someone else talk to her and making her laugh, and I'm like, damn, that could be B," But it's like, I don't want to talk to her and get the same resistance again. Um, we talked a few, like, as friends did. Yeah, like, she's cool, but she never knew anything about my feelings. So that's happened. Um, and then sixth grade happened, middle school. Um, I had my first girlfriend, and this was the first time. Um, it felt like females were like I guess I don't know, like kind of I don't know, turning on me, like, well, I don't know, cause it's hard to explain my situation. Like, I, don't, I was like a late bloomer in terms of puberty, I guess. Like, you no, know, I was like. I was in the middle of like the weird phase, like I was showing symptoms of puberty, but I wasn't hitting my physical stride and whatnot compared to other dudes. So it was like being a mix of still being a kid, but slowly transitioning to my teen thing, but it wasn't completed. (laughs) Um, So... Uh, I guess females wasn't going for that. Like, I guess they, know, because females wanted someone, like, that's when they want to start talking to older dudes and whatnot, which I witnessed firsthand. Like, they over there playing with high schoolers. I'm like, bruh. Um, So that happened. But... uh, I don't want to go through this whole timeline because I'm going to really be here forever. Um, So... Many relationships and many crushes. Later, um, I got to the point where it felt like, and also, dude, I don't want to, I don't want to focus too much on the depression and whatnot. But that made me, like I I said, I was a very toxic dude to be with during those during that time period. Um, But the problem was that I was blaming the females for a lot of the stuff, and uh, what you call it. I don't know. What am I saying? Uh, um, And that led to um, me getting to the point where it's like, you know, I tried many different um, perspectives on trying to be with females uh, in person, long distance, online. And it it felt like it just been going the same way. And I'm like, bro, like, I'm like, and not to mention not being in a healthy mental state, I'm like, bro, I'm just tired of dealing with these females and dating and constantly getting hurt and whatnot. So I'm, I'm gonna stop dating. Um, yeah, that's it. I'm, 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 I'm give up dating. <laughs> and I, I don't know. I don't know that. Like I said, this that, gonna go to my whole topic, but I don't know. If this is no god or higher power playing a whole trick on me or a joke on me but the moment i like <laughs> after i said that literally like within that month or at least a month after of me saying that i end up meeting my um, girl who i've talked about her several times on this podcast which you know today like she's like the closest friend I ever had that's outside of like family members and whatnot. Like she is like, you know, that other half that I can always talk to and whatnot. Um, but even in that is getting somewhat strange. Um, but yeah, so and I mean this girl and I'm like, bro, like all the science is showing like, yo, she might be this person. And not to mention that um, This is the first time I actually talked to a female That was older than me So it was nice to finally Get that perspective Of someone who's like She's not dealing with All of the teenage Well I wasn't a teenager At the no not dealing with Like when I was Dealing with all the girls Like no not dealing With the teenage drama Not the high school drama Not all oh, the childish drama Like she's Focusing on her future And Where she's gonna go In her life That's that's her priorities um, So So that, that also made me start changing up, like, oh, like, I need to start focusing on myself too, because, like, I can't keep, you know, playing that I'm just this young dude in school. And when like, I need to start focusing on my, like, I need to be a better man for her type stuff. So, all of that happened, and obviously, it didn't work out between me and her, and it led to many years of. I don't know what what it was, but it was just a lot of stuff going on. And it led to a lot of inner arguments with myself and where I go from here with relationships. Like, like if this girl who I thought was it for me, like, it don't get no better than her. If I can't even have her, then, like, do, am, am I even allowed to be with someone like, how, like, you know, so that's, it went from as a kid of fantasizing about, I know as a kid and wanting to be with that girl and having that life with someone and all that lovey-dovey stuff to the point where it's like, I don't even think I'm meant to love anyone. <laughs> it's like, damn, like I went all, all of these years of my life fantasizing about this and it's like i'm coming to the point where it's like i don't even think i'm supposed to do this like this wasn't planned out for me in my life uh so that that happened um and now i'm at the point where it's like i'm like giving myself deadlines now because of where i'm at in my life and where i want to go in my life and what i want to focus on is like I can't keep trying to like wait for not uh, not wording right, but I can't keep waiting for I guess that person, whoever if that person exists to come into my life. So if me and this person don't cross path within a certain point of time, then I'm not going I'm gonna have to accept that that person was never created for me. Um, and I'm about to just accept that, yeah, that my love life is over from this point on. Um, so that's where I'm at now. So I got to all of that just to say, Mike, um, was, was this really like love? Like, is is this what love is? Or is it, like, do I know what love is? Like, everything I felt, has it been love? Or was this really all just one big old life lesson that I'm supposed to be learning about myself and where I'm supposed to go with myself from here? Like, I don't know. Um, That's where I'm stumped at now. (laughs) Um, All the times that I thought things were real and... I thought I was with someone and time at the time of breakups and heartbreaks and issues and to the point where like I almost gave up like I'm not giving up but it gets to a point where I had to start accepting um, that's like damn like you know and I don't want to because I don't want to I feel bad putting a time time limit on it because I don't want it because the thing is that it's like I wanted to enjoy my youth with whoever that person was like I wanted to enjoy these years with that person and we grow together I don't you know like it takes I feel like it takes the excitement I guess that's my I don't know that's me but I feel like it takes the excitement away of like you know I'm already established in life I'm older in life and then you pop up now and it's like you know <laughs> and it's like I don't know it's like I like I still want to do all the fun young stuff before we start doing the selling down stuff like you know but maybe maybe it that's, that's what's in my my deck of cards. I'm um, meant to be the settled down guy. <laughs> uh, I'm not allowed to enjoy the youthful relationship life. I don't know. So that's where I'm at with this situation and my perspective on love changing from I can't wait to finally be with that person. To the point, it was like, "Yo, yeah, I don't even think that person exists." I think, I think God forgot about that person when He was creating me and my relationships and the people who are gonna be in my life. And like, I, I, like, am I forgetting something? Like, he got his family, he got his friends. So like, I don't, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> like, just completely forgot to make my love life. Um, but I don't know. That's that's my situation there. Um... And I don't know. I don't want to give up on it. Because um, like I said, there's something i always been fond of since I was a kid. Like the idea of love, like, you know, watching other people love, watching people I know um, interact with their partners, um, seeing people online and like, you know, seeing like, you know, when I see certain couples that's like, through the status quo of society like these people are not supposed to be together but it makes feel like there, there's someone for everybody there's someone for everybody out there um, I don't know <laughs> like so um, me and that person have yet to cross path I guess um, but so you know I don't want to give up on it but at the same time it's like damn This that is that it's, that, it's that, um, that meme video where he's like I mean, he's walking with his girlfriend. Like, damn, like, no, I feel like I felt, the, I found the one. Then he puts her in the head, like, like, yo, where you been this whole time, though, man? All these girls breaking my heart. <laughs> so, it's like, I don't, I don't want to get to the point where it's like, you know, where we finally meet and like, damn, like, finally found you. Yeah, yo, where the hell you been? <laughs> like, uh, like, you know. So that's my situation. That's what's been on my mind, my love life, um, and yeah. <laughs> um, uh, think that's about it um i didn't want to get into my whole timeline that's boring um so yeah uh that's that and going into my question of the day with the situation is like what do y'all what do y'all think like i don't know It's gonna be multiple questions but it's like what do y'all really think about like for people who haven't found that person yet or even for the people who probably found that person and maybe they got into the same situation like you know maybe it took you a while to like you thought maybe that person was never going to come and then it took a while and they finally popped. like what would like what was everything before that like was these was it all just a big old life lesson to prepare you for that one person which I feel like yeah but it's like Like I said, like, damn, like, how, like, at what point it's like, you know, when did you meet that person? Like, you know, like, who knows? Like, you know, I don't don't know. Like, let's paint the scenario that I'm, like, in my 40s and I meet, finally meet my significant other that I'm going to be with, like, you know, till the end. And it's like... Everything I went through in my teen years, everything I went through in my 20s, everything I went through in my 30s all put me to the point where I'm the man I am now for you at this point in my life. Everything that happened before that made me who I am now. But it's like, why so long, (laughs) you know, Uh, like, I don't know, so. That question was all over the place. So he was able to decipher whatever I was asking there. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's my question for you guys. Uh, So yeah, uh, if you guys enjoyed this episode, as always, please be sure to share and rate this podcast. Um, Hope you guys enjoyed this one. Um, Things that's just on my mind, my relaxing thoughts as always. Um, Yeah, so until next time, I hope you guys have a wonderful day. wonderful week hope you guys are staying cool from this heat um last week we got hit with a good old heat wave so for whoever's in that area where the heat is really hitting hope you guys are staying cool and whatnot um take advantage of the summertime you know going to pools or whatever i don't have the time to do that myself (laughs) so uh, for the people who i guess who can't do that and you know the only way you can chill out and relax is listening to me (laughs) I hope you guys enjoyed this. And yeah, till next time. Peace.